Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I recently did a podcast where I went over equipment, and it was a webinar, and I had the owner of the bottom feeder there, Glenn Heffernan, and he mentioned something that I think I'll touch on here, and that is that 95% of your problems come from about 5% of your pools. So I'm going to go over some of these things and some of the aspects of what he said, and there's a lot of truth behind what he said, by the way, and I'll cover that in this podcast. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And I think this is true in a lot of cases that a small percentage of people cause all of the problems and a small percentage of customers will cause all of your problems. For instance, if you look at the United States and you look at the population and then you look at how many people are incarcerated, if you look at the current stats, I just pulled it up, it's 0.07% or less than 1% of the population is incarcerated or in jail versus that means that 99% of the people in the United States aren't in jail or incarcerated. But that 1% is causing all the problems with crime, you know, stealing automobiles, violent crimes, things of that nature. So that small percentage is driving the news media, of course. And in the same regards, if you look at how many Americans currently have a felony, it's about 8% of the population, which means that ninety over 90% of the population have not broken the law or have a felony. And a felony is a serious crime, not a misdemeanor. So again, you see that the small percentage of something makes everything bad, or as they say, you know, one rotten apple will, I don't know how it goes, I just forgot it, but you kind of know where I'm, where I'm going with that, and I guess one rotten apple ruins the whole basket or something. So with your pools, it's the same concept. If you have one pool, that's a problem pool, and you'll know this pool because that's the pool that you don't want to go to every week, and you don't really want to deal with the issue. It could be a number of different issues with these problem pools, and you may have more than one on your route, unfortunately, but whichever pool is causing you the problem is taking up all your energy that day, and maybe all your energy that week trying to solve it or think about it, and this pool is causing, you know, 95% of all your problems, basically, and I guess to make it easier, I'll drop it into three, three or four categories for you here. One of them is a pool with heavy debris, and this is a drain on your time and your energy because you have to clean it, maybe skimming the surface or using your vacuum system or just skimming the bottom, and this takes all your time. So with a pool like that, I would suggest to the client to trim their trees. This really goes a long way in making the pool manageable in a lot of cases. Now, if they're unwilling to trim their trees, then you may consider dropping that account. Or if you don't have a vacuum system, it may come in handy for a pool like this. And you may be able to keep that pool with the vacuum system and 
you'll be able to vacuum that pool up and get the leaves out in a timely manner. There's a couple other things you can do for a pool like this. I think one of the most effective ways to treat a heavy debris pool before you drop it is to try a device called the pool skim. This is a very unique device from South Africa. It's been here in the States for many years. And it's basically a secondary skimmer that works off a return jet. The only caveat is you have to have one and a half inch return lines. You can use a device that they have on their site that you can put into a stub pipe, but one and a half inch return lines are preferable. This sits in the pool and acts as a secondary skimmer. And this may transform a heavy de debris pool overnight, depending on you know what kind of debris gets in there. And then I would consider an automatic cleaner to offset the rest of the debris in that pool. And it may turn out to be a very nice account if the customer is willing to go for, you know, the tree trimming, a pool skim, and an automatic cleaner, and you might be able to salvage that account. Otherwise, a heavy debris pool would fall into a, the category of one of the pools causing you 95% of the problems, and you may want to consider, again, dropping that pool. Another type of pool that you're going to have that's a problem pool is a pool with really poor running equipment or old equipment. So if you get to a pool and there's a brass pump, you may not even have seen one of these before. This means that the pool is like circa 1960 and you're going to have loads of problems if it has a brass pump. I guarantee you that the flow is not going to be great and that all the other equipment is probably old or substandard at that point. Old filter, old pump, or poorly running pump. All these will lead to problems with the pool and cause you a lot of headaches with that account. Believe me, I've dealt with, you know, poor running filters, bad running pumps, older equipment, and you're just going to have lots of trouble keeping that pool clean, keeping the pool algae free. So if the customer is not willing to upgrade the equipment, then I would say for sure that pool should be on your drop list because you can't maintain a pool with poor running equipment. And so that's the only option really to get it working is replacing the pump if that's the problem, or replacing the filter, or the filter and pump, or any kind of lines that have a problem that are causing issues. This is something that you're going to run into out there when you're bidding an account if the equipment's old. So, you know, you don't want to sound like a salesman when you get the account when you're bidding it, but you should drop a few hints. Like you could say something like, you know, I've had pools like this before and I can tell you, you know, why the other pool company was struggling with your pool, why there's algae. It's because your equipment is old and is going to need to be upgraded. So well, sometime during this next year, you may want to consider upgrading your pump or the filter, whichever is giving the problem at that point. You want to address that with the customer and just explain to them that the reason why their pool is looking the way it is when you took over is because the other company was struggling because the equipment is really old. Now, if they're unwilling to upgrade the equipment, then that account is going to have to be dropped because that's one of those that are going to fit into that category of causing you all the problems on your route. Another pool that may be causing you problems that at first, you don't realize this is an issue, or you start to discover that this pool is requiring lots of chemicals, lots of chlorine to maintain that pool. Whether it's heavy use by the customers, or their kids are having parties all the time, or if maybe the pets are swimming in it like dogs, this will cause a problem for you because you cannot keep putting the maintenance dose of chlorine in there and then adding shock on top of that, and then absorbing the cost of that, nor the time to, you know, treat the pool for algae and brush it and so if the pool is zeroing out every week for any number of reasons it could be those reasons I mentioned the heavy use or it could be some underlying issue with the water itself maybe really high TDS 
or nitrates in the pool or high phosphates, whatever the cause may be. If you have a pool that's constantly zeroing out on you or having algae issues or getting cloudy or having all kinds of problems, and you've isolated it to be not the equipment, but the water itself and some conditions in the water, you know, you can recommend draining the pool, which really helps a lot in a lot of cases. Draining the pool, doing a chlorine wash, getting the pool back filled up and running again. And if the customer is unwilling to do that, then the pool that's eating up all the chemicals, chemicals on your route every week is the pool that's going to be dropped because you can't sustain adding, you know, four gallons of liquid chlorine, especially in this day and age with inflation. The other option would be to buy a bucket of shock and leave it at the customer's house and charge them the expense for it. That way, if you have to add, you know, four pounds of chlorine to the pool, the customer is paying for that chlorine. And this could be a heavy use pool or a pool that's getting a lot of use during the summer. I wouldn't consider doing that for like an Airbnb or a short-term rental. It's kind of dangerous to leave chemicals there for those clients. And I wouldn't recommend having one of those on your route unless you can really handle it like a commercial account. But those pools that fall into the normal category that are eating up all the chemicals on your route would be considered a problem pool. And unless you can address it by changing the water, leaving chemicals at the pool to put in during the week at the customer's expense, you would have to drop that pool at that point. Something you might not think about as a problem pool is a pool that's an outlier pool, which is further out from your other pools on your route. And it may be something really easy where you go in there, you treat the pool, and you know you clean the pool. I shouldn't say you treat it. You clean it, and then you balance the water, and you're out of there in like 10 minutes. However, it's 20 minutes driving there, you know, 10, 15 minutes one way, 15 minutes the other way, or 10 minutes to another a stop. So that pool being an outlier has become a problem pool in a way because you're wasting 30 minutes driving to it, even though it takes you 10 minutes to clean it. And I would say at that point, dropping that pool would be logical because of the time it takes to get there. It's a hard decision sometimes because sometimes those pools that are out of your route are easy and it's not a big deal, but driving will eventually get to you and time is money and you could be doing one more pool during that time you're driving. And so the sooner you realize that the tighter your route is, the better off you are. So if you have any outlying pools that are taking you a long time to drive through and you can't move them to another day where they're closer, I would say consider dropping that pool also. And I think another problem pool type is when the customer pays you late every month or is always arguing about little things on the bill. These kind of customers you don't really need because, you know, life is short, stressful, you have paying customers, and these late payers can be really annoying because sometimes they're late the whole month, sometimes they're late even longer if you let it go that far, and they're perpetually late. Even if they catch up, the next month they're going to be 10 days late or 15 days late. And if you're trying to balance your books and you have a large percentage of late payments, it becomes very difficult because you're counting on that money every month and you have to account for that 5 or 10% that paid late and that money's not in your budget really because you haven't gotten it even though you're supposed to. This causes some problems with balancing your books and with your overall income and the ability to maintain those pools with the late payers paying you late all the time. So there are a couple things that will solve the late payers. I think the easiest thing you can do is to get them on some kind of credit card payment system. If you have a Square account or if you are looking for something that's easy to get them on, I think Square would be an easy one to start with if you have maybe two or three customers that are always late. So set them up in the Square invoicing 
and they'll be emailed an invoice. And if they don't pay it, you can actually remind them through Square pretty easily with a follow-up invoice. And once they get those every month, they'll be able to pay you through the credit card. I think it's a 2.4% fee or something. But at least you're getting the money every month on time. You can try like a direct deposit with their bank. Most of these uh, late payers are probably not going to go for that because it's something that they don't want to do because they're probably paying everything late. But if you do like a square invoicing where they get something in their email and they can use their credit card to pay for it, I think this goes a long way in making that kind of reasonable for them and an easy way for them to pay you so you can collect that money. But if they're perpetually late, even after you put them on some kind of credit card billing like Square, then you may consider dropping that account also because you can find other customers that are going to pay you and pay you on time, I should say, that are going to replace them and you'll get rid of that headache. And I don't think it's just the headache of trying to get the payment for them. It's the headache of creating, you know, some kind of alternate invoicing for them, also chasing them down, texting them, emailing them. All of that takes your time and effort. When you have 95% of the people paying you, you're chasing down 5%. To me, it's really not worth keeping those people because of all the extra effort and all the frustration that causes because you're working for them and they're not paying you. And that causes you to have a frustration level that's probably not good out there when you see them or when you're working out there getting frustrated by someone not paying you. It's something normal and it's only human. And I feel the same way when I'm working for someone who's not paying me. It's one of those things where it's like you're putting all this effort out there and they don't respect you enough to pay you on time. And so dropping them may be the easiest way to get rid of that kind of headache. Now, when I say drop them, there's some ways to do it properly. And I probably could record a whole podcast on some methods here. The best thing that I would say to the customer is, I'm sorry, you know, Mr. Jones, but due to the fact that I have, you know, all this work in different areas and I'm consolidating my route so that I'm not driving all over town and your pool unfortunately falls out of my new territory and I'm going to have to stop servicing your pool next month, you know, give them like 30 days or whatever. And then that usually goes over well unless you're doing a neighbor's pool, of course. But out of the area, it's kind of one of the easiest outs. It works better than telling them, hey, you know, your pool equipment is older than me and I can no longer service your pool. Or, you know, your pool's in a jungle and I'm tired of being Indiana Jones every time I come here. So, you know, it's easier just to say they're out of your area, which they will be out of your service area once you drop them technically. So you're not lying to them. Once you drop that pool, they are out of your service area. And that, of course, works even if the next pool is like three blocks or a mile away. Your service area is getting tighter and they are out of your service area now. And leave it at that. If you wanted to do this so that you're not losing any money, you can use the one-for-one rule. And this is something that a lot of pool guys do, maybe even unconsciously. But when you get a new account, and it's a good new account, the people pay on time, it's not a jungle back there, the you know, the water holds chlorine. Then one of these accounts that I mentioned, you'll drop that customer and you'll have one already replacing that income. So you're not really losing any money by dropping a bad account and getting a good account. In fact, you may be even making money because you might be charging the new customer more and it might be an easier pool to maintain and you might spend half the time at the new pool that you were spending at the old one that you just dropped. So use the one-for-one rule if you need to drop a pool, but you can't afford to lose that income. So in other words, keep doing that pool, keep suffering through it until you can get another account that's better. 
And then once you have that income coming in for that account, you're going to drop the low-hanging fruit account, and it's not going to really affect your business, except positively, I think, because you don't have to worry about that problem pool anymore. And I think I left a few other problem pools, you know, off the list here, but you can, you'll know it when you see it. It could be that customer that's always complaining, or the customer is always texting you on Sunday about something minor. Anything really that's nagging you and bugging you about that pool could make it a bad account, and you would put that on a list, you know, have a list of the five accounts that you want to get rid of. Keep that lit, a running list, and when you get a new account, drop one of those five. And eventually you're going to have a pool route of just premium accounts with nice customers that pay on time, and the pools are going to be fairly easy to maintain. And that's the goal to get to eventually with your service company, is not to have those problem pools anymore. Let the new guy kind of have those pools and deal with them. But you can, of course, save those accounts if you can, if they'll trim the trees and implement some things that you suggest, like new equipment. But if they if they won't do that, then you don't need that kind of headache on your pool route. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and on the banner is a podcast icon. Click on that. It'll take you to some other podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in enhancing your business and dealing with some of these problems on a one-to-one basis with me, you can, of course, join my coaching program. You'll learn more about that at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer backslash PoolGuy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.